everybody. Welcome to episode two of Oi with the Coffee Already. I am your host, Kristen, from K-Cups with Kristen on Instagram. And I'm Serena from Sips with Serena on Instagram. And welcome. Welcome. And today we are going to be talking about the now Christmas classic, Elf. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it was released in 2003, so... Like we have another two thousand three movie, another seventeen year old movie. Um, so I feel like I feel like once you've surpassed the ten year mark, you could be considered a, a classic when it comes to movies. Oh, for sure. I mean, if if you're still relevant seventeen years later, then yes, you are a classic, I would say. Yes, especially in the Hollywood world. Like that's a thing. Like if you're still relevant seventeen years later, you've done something right. Definitely. And especially like a good like Christmas movie, holiday movie, because I mean, those kind of can like come and go, you know, but if you're still sticking around and you still have that same comedic effect and everybody loves it and enjoys it, then props to you because that's that's hard. For sure. I mean, (laughs) when this movie was released in the year that these kids were born, I mean, they're they're graduating high school and everything i mean there's kids out there that probably grew up with this movie which is kind of crazy yeah definitely i mean i know i was coming at the end of like my high school years and i mean Mm -hmm. i remember this movie like vividly i remember my first time watching it and you know we were at a youth group and it was like christmas time and um God, it was just, yeah, hilarious. Like, I thought it was, we thought it was, like, the funniest movie in the world. Um, And (laughs) there were, like, quite a few of, like, moments where we just died laughing because it was so funny. And I still use a lot of, like, the little one-liners from it. Um, even like, like now, muggins. yeah. And then I don't know why I always, <laughs> I always tell my kids, "Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad." <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's know awesome. why. It's just yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh boy, yeah, no, it's awesome. Um, so this film was directed by John Favreau, which at the time he was basically a nobody. He had. Uh, directed one like of his own indie films that he starred in prior to this um, but he was an unknown in Hollywood and now we know him as the director of the first two Iron Man movies mm-hmm. um, he's currently directing the Mandalorian or the creator of Mandalorian mm-hmm. um, he had a great movie called I believe it's The Chef um, yes the Chef? I can't remember yeah the yes. movie's fantastic so it good. is it is really good so John Favreau has definitely made a name for himself and interesting enough at the time even Will Ferrell was kind of an unknown uh-huh. at this like in the comedy world um so while they were filming this old school had come out and oh, so he had beca- <laughs> I know and so he had kind of become a splash during that uh-huh. um and this movie was written by David Birnbaum I hope I said that right and he had written this back in the 90s and then wow. it just kind of sat around a little bit and kind of made its way to John Favreau and everything. And Will Ferrell got attached to it prior to John Favreau's. So anyways, it's nice. pretty interesting. Yeah. So real really quick on the cast, uh, Will Ferrell plays Buddy the Elf. James Caan plays Walter. Bob Newhart plays Papa Elf. Zoe Deschanel is Jovi. Ed Asner plays Santa. Mary Steenberg, yeah, Steenbergen plays Emily. Daniel Tay plays Michael, 
Faison Love plays the Gimbal's manager. Peter uh, Dinklage plays Miles Finch. And Amy Sedaris plays Deb. Um, there's a few others in there, but those are the ones I wrote down. Yes. Amazing so, cast, by the way. Amazing is. cast. I mean, I mean now like Newhart and Ed Asner, are you kidding? <laughs> right. I mean, and you really, I don't know. I mean, like you said, you know, this movie was 17 years old. So you look at all these actors, either what they've done prior, like to Elf, and then what they've also done after Elf, you know, has been huge and it's amazing. So, but yeah, yeah I, Chanel was an unknown at the time too. She had right. done very little. Um, I think John Favreau had said that she was, she had done um, like a, I want to say like, like she was part of some little band and was singing and stuff. Yeah. It's, she has, she actually does have a band called she and him, I believe is what okay. it's called. And yeah, so she has had that band for a really long time actually. And I believe she's still, in it um i know what's funny she's actually dating one of the pop property brothers um yes. from hgtv yes <laughs> um <laughs> so uh, don't ask me which one because i don't remember they look <laughs> the same i don't even know <laughs> they do one of them's married um and then yes. the other is dating her but yeah, yeah. so i, I want to say it's brandon is the one that she's dating quite possibly so i have no yeah. idea but anyway, during yeah. the carpool karaoke, did you know that? Yes, I did. And I thought that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but she has like one of my favorite voices for singing. I mean, she does have a little bit of that singing like in the movie. Um, yeah. But she has an amazing voice and I love it. Um, I think it's beautiful. But anyway, I agree. Sorry. No, she's got a great voice. I love hearing her sing. It's yes. it's a very like positive sound. I yes. don't know how else to describe it. Like she and it's just also positive. Like very soothing. Like like I'm literally a baby being lulled to sleep by her voice. So <laughs> not in a good way. I enjoy her voice. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways. But also yeah, then, I I love um the fact that Bob Newhart is playing Papa Elf like that yes. is my favorite part and yes. Ed Asner is Santa because that is just absolutely you could you could not get a more perfect Papa Elf and a more perfect Santa and they're both so still good. alive in case you're wondering I did look I up. know I did alive. too <laughs> yeah which is amazing I love it it is so, and even is. even Peter uh Dinklage he was not that no. well known at the time and he had specifically um in the past he had stated that specifically he chose roles where he wouldn't play like an elf or a dwarf or right. someone like that um and he specifically wanted roles where he wouldn't be that character and right. i think he's done very well for himself clearly by doing that he was in um guest starred in nip tuck for several episodes uh -huh. um, and then obviously game of thrones is his biggest which you know, he plays someone who is a, you know, a little person. And so, right. he, you know, and, but that was part of the role. It wasn't someone like, like from Lord of the Rings, like a dwarf right. or an elf. It right. was someone who, that was exactly who they were. And who he they did were. so good. And he was the only American yeah. actor in Game of Thrones, in case you were wondering. Wow. 
I did yeah. not know that. You know, it's funny. Uh, Travis actually showed me a movie with him in it. That's not a very popular movie, but it's actually a really interesting movie. And it's called Rememory. Um, mm-hmm. re- Rememory. Um, but yeah, he plays a really interesting character. Like that whole movie is just a trip. But it was really cool to see him like in something else. Because I mean, I be- I don't remember when it came out, but um, I believe it was before Game of Thrones. But oh. um, yeah, it's just it was neat to see him in in something something else in a more serious like role. Right. Um, but yeah, it I was loved really his good. role in Nip Tuck. I thought he did so good in that. I honestly don't remember him in that. He show. played. Um, <laughs> it was in like the oh gosh. Like, fifth season I think they were already I think they were in Los Angeles they moved to Hollywood and he uh-huh. played the nurse the day nurse <gasps> for their son and oh, ended up that's... sleeping with uh the wife that's right that's right I remember yeah. that now okay yeah. yeah that's gonna be an interesting show when we I know I can't wait till we review that one that'll be later <laughs> down the road yes. folks <laughs> yes <laughs> um, we should probably talk about this movie <laughs> so um, but no, and it does. It, it's got this great cast, and um, and I gotta say, Will Ferrell just put his whole body into this. Like, yes, literally, <laughs> literally, and he didn't have any shame. He put everything. He put any kind of like hangups he might have had aside, and just went full force into this role and ran around in New York City dressed as an elf. And <laughs> he has these great moments, like when. Um, the gimbal's manager is like 10 a.m. Santa's coming, and he oh, just that pure just Santa. And I'm not gonna scream it because people no. have speakers. Um, but he just, I mean, that full body excitement, and you he can't even contain himself. He's so excited. Okay. And so there's these great moments where he does things like that, and he just he just does it, he just goes for it. And I I respect the heck out of that. I think it's awesome. Heck yeah, I love it when actors like really like immerse themselves in their character, you know, and really, really like take on that role. Like that's who they are in that moment, you know, and I think it's amazing that he did that, especially with all the kids around. Like, can you imagine being a child and seeing this grown ass man dressed as an elf and you're like not sure what to think of it but then he gets so excited for Santa and you're and as a kid like that probably had to have been like a fantastic moment to be oh I'm sure and like (laughs) even when he's in the doctor's office with the little girl oh I love that (laughs) such a cute little moment (laughs) so cute uh, no it's really great and I I did watch the movie with of course the special features and all that stuff um yeah so I listened to the director talk about the movie. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a lot in here. There's a lot to unpack for this movie. Um, but I think the biggest thing I want to talk about is the North Pole and how uh-huh. they shot it all in forced perspective, which is how they shot uh, Lord of the Lord Rings in the Rings. Hobbit area. Yeah, so there's, there's no CGI. Um, he said... John Favreau said the only kind of computer work that was done, and it really isn't computer work because it's considered animation, is a stop motion animation. Uh And the snow and all that was made with styrofoam and fake snow on the outside, and then the whole set was was built, and so it's a practical effect. And then all the props that the elves use are scaled up 
by 150%. So that way they oh look God. smaller when they're like the Etch-a-Sketch, like the prop master held up the two different Etch-a-Sketch, like the original size and then the scaled up size. And it's bananas. Uh, but yeah, it was really crazy. So they had to work out all this math and figure out like when the actors look at each other and not actually looking at each other at all, but because right. of the forced perspective. So they're looking at different markers and so they mm-hmm. had to do the math to make it all work and stand out right. So when Buddy sits on Papa Elf's legs, uh-huh. he sits down and it's actually like they impose like little kids' legs to be kicking. <laughs> and then um, and then Bob Newhart is back like six feet from him pretending he's right. <laughs> being sat right. on. <laughs> and uh, it's so, so weird. Yeah. It is. It's super weird. <laughs> force perspective like messes with my mind so much because I don't I understand it and I get like what it's doing but at the same time my mind is like but wait no they're literally right next to one another like what are you trying to tell me <laughs> right and you they're know? like far apart from each other there's all kinds of stuff they use to right make it, and like buddy look gargantuan and uh-huh. um so the whole thing anyways but yes it was a lot of math a lot of sets uh so like a lot of props because there's things that had to be made twice like the sleigh so there's two mm-hmm. different sleighs there's the sleigh that buddy and santa use and then there's a larger sleigh that uh, bob newhart gets into where his feet are like Outside. dangling and all that yes yeah, so it's an oversized right. sleigh and so it's very interesting a lot of work went into this um just and that's just the north pole area like that's crazy right. There's so yeah. much to it. So it was, anyways, I found that very interesting. Um, it was funny. So I was watching the, when I was watching the special features. I noticed that they were using film to mm-hmm. like record this. And I was like, wait, are they still using film today? Like, is that still a thing? Yeah. So I looked it up. Film is still used. Probably about roughly 30% of movies are still uh, recorded on film and including star wars the force awakens was done on film it was not done on digital oh wow which i thought was kind of interesting yeah so um while yes mo- the majority of films are filmed uh digitally versus on film film is still mm-hmm. used today so that's really cool i didn't know that i didn't either i would have thought everything by this point would be digital i would think like it'd be easier to like edit and change and adjust right. and view. But and I think, all that. I think at the same time too, I think it depends on what director is doing what, because if you have directors that have been around for a really, really long time, sometimes maybe they're kind of used to using like film, you know, and that maybe, would make sense. so I think it just maybe depends on, I don't want to say age, but no, I, <laughs> preference. I, I think absolutely. I think you make a strong point. I think that, that could very well be it and could just be that the old school people are still doing it old school. Yeah, definitely. That, and I think, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think there's still a very, um, when you, you see film, it's very, a a very cinematic like uh, symbol, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think, I don't know. I think it's, that's really cool that they still use um, film. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, yeah, let's, oh, also I wanted to mention, too, that all the critters except for Leon were voiced by John Favreau as well. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. They just digitally messed with his voice to make it sound h- higher. So, like, 
Like, okay. you know, bye, buddy. <laughs> Find you yes. again. <laughs> so, like, and all the oh, and everything. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah. I love it. Um, and Baby Buddy was played by two twin girls. It's actually a girl who plays Baby Buddy. Aww. <laughs> yeah, they said they had, like, several different sets of twins and triplets. And yeah. these twins were the only ones that wouldn't scream. And and they would actually do what they needed to get done. So, like, one would crawl or stand up. They said, yeah, I was really impressed we were able to get them to do everything. He's like, not obviously in the order that you see it, but we were able to get them to do what we needed to do. The movement that they wanted Yeah, the movement that they needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And the other thing, too, I thought that was actually really important. And I kind of feel like this kind of covers the theme of the movie, too. Uh When Buddy was struggling with putting all the toys together and falling behind and he calls himself Cotton Ninny Muggins. Uh, John Favreau said it was very important to him that the elves didn't bully him or make him Uh feel bad because he said that the whole point of Buddy is that he grew up in this very happy, loving environment um, Uh where he doesn't know that like the rest of the world might be harsher. And so like they do their best to bolster him and make him feel better like you know like oh you changes the batteries and you you know you help require and you know they're trying to make him feel better and he said it was so important because otherwise you know because buddy needs a reason why he would do good things in new york because right grew up this way where you do good things for people and you show kindness and i thought that was really special and i really liked that Mm -hmm. i was like i just didn't think about it that way and um, no and it's kind of funny because, I mean, at the same time, like, as they're going through and they're describing, you know, like, yeah, like, you you change the batteries and you do this and you do that. And when he, when the elf tells him that he's, you know, special, it's kind of like he's upset or kind of bummed that he used the word, like, special because right. he didn't, like, want to be. Like, he was trying so hard to still, like, be an elf and be like everybody else but I think yeah it's a good point that obviously he's not an elf and he's a human and (laughs) you know um human race (laughs) (laughs) right yeah and I think it's awesome that they did give him that kind of perspective because like you said you know when he actually goes out and into New York like he doesn't know any different other than Mm -hmm this is how I was treated and everybody should be treated this way, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting. And they, you know, and even like to exclude him, they're trying to include him even trying right. to make him feel bad, even though buddy knows right. he's different. He right. Quite right. Quite fit in, but they do want right. him to fit in. Exactly. And yeah. And that's like, you know, um, I think it's funny when, he, especially when he gets into New York and, you know, he, is in the Gimbel's uh, like department store and he's shopping and he sees, you know, the sign for someone special and it's a lingerie outfit. He doesn't know any different, you know, he just sees, Hey, my dad is special to me. So I'm going to get him this because it's for someone special, you know, absolutely. (laughs) he, he doesn't know. He just thinks he's being nice and giving something to his someone special. So I think that's hilarious, but. It was a great setup for the joke. Like you see it and it takes a little bit for it to like make its way through, (laughs) but it is, it's a great moment. And um, the other thing I had noticed, I had noticed while watching 
and it was about Buddy, is when he meets new people, he gives them a compliment. Uh-huh. And you see that when he comes to work with his dad and he uh-huh. sees, you know, the one lady in the purple dress and he compliments her purple yes. dress. And then he hears Francisco and goes, oh, Francisco, that's fun to say. And then yes. he sees Deb and he goes, Deb, you're so pretty. You could be on a Christmas card. And like, yeah. he just <laughs> is like this perpetually positive person that says nice things. And then, um, and he gives great compliments. Like he calls yes. um, Jovi, he says, you look miraculous. I don't know about you, but yep. I've never been told I look miraculous. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even like the very, very first time he meets her, you know, he compliments how well she decorated the Christmas tree, you know, which Mm -hmm. I think is, is really cool because it's not always like a physical, like appearance or a physical compliment. It's like whatever they're doing Mm -hmm. or, you know, he just points that out, which I think is really cool too, that they, that they did that, 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 that they made that part of his character, that that's who, you know, Buddy was, which I mean. He spreads if you want joy and Christmas cheer. Right, exactly. Because that's the code of the elves. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I love Santa's tips for, yes. for, for Buddy. And he's, he tells him about the, the real race pizza and then um, the peep show. The, it's not yes. Christmas presents early. <laughs> and then the gum on the sidewalk. You got to leave it there. It's not free candy. It's not free candy. <laughs> but it's so funny because like, Santa seems to know exactly what would get Buddy in trouble. Right. Or what would grab his attention, you know, yeah. it'd be like, yeah, we're, we're not going to do that. Right. <laughs> I mean, does, does he listen? Mm, no, because he still eats no, all the gum. Eat the gum. <laughs> and so they had set, the, obviously set that up like Will Ferrell did not. Right. But new, <laughs> regular New Yorkers are walking by. John Favreau's like, we got so many people going, oh. <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> That's so great. I love and that. also that that guy in the red like jumpsuit and everything, mm-hmm. like in the sweat. Right. That was just a normal New Yorker that he approached. Oh my god! Not an extra. <laughs> well, it was like perfect timing. <laughs> it was the poor guy. He's like, "Why do I live here?" <laughs> right. He's like, "For the last time, I'm not Santa." Okay, I'm just an oh, old guy with a white beard in a red suit. <laughs> you know, he never wore that again. I'm sure. He's like, "That's maybe not happening." Maybe, maybe he is Santa, and we we just you know maybe maybe he maybe is. he is, and know. now he's terrified that everyone knows right. Exactly who he is now. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, my favorite part, and I love this part, is when he walks into the coffee shop with like the world's best cup yes. of coffee. Uh, Congratulations. I mean, yes. And he's so excited. And they're just like, what are you talking about? Like, right. Okay. Whatever. Once again, he shows up and gives a compliment. Exactly. exactly. He came in, he congratulated right. everyone. Tell them they did a great job and then left. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. I think it's great. And even when he, you know, meets um, meets Emily, you know, he mm-hmm. is just so like a ray of sunshine, you know. In... And she it's not him. even like, yeah. And it's not even like it's fake or you're like, oh my gosh, enough now. You know, it's really genuine mm-hmm. where... I'm like, oh, I'm like, I need somebody to just walk around and give me compliments all day because that would be right. amazing. <laughs> Except, you know, you might lose out on your uh, 
your Obviously. TV stand, it might get turned into a to a, <laughs> a rocking horse. Rocking horse. <laughs> yes, I love that. She's like, "Where did you get the wood?" <laughs> He's like, "I got a full forty minutes." And full like, forty minutes. That's amazing. Full <laughs> <laughs> so so forty minutes of sleep. Um, oh, so one of the two taller security guards escort Buddy out of the building when after he meets his dad, you know, and they mm-hmm. take him away, security, is Will Ferrell's yeah. brother. <gasps> really? Yeah. I did brother. not know that. Which it one? Did, wait, you said the tall one? The taller one, the one that was on the right. Oh, oh my gosh, that is so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, my... here's, here's something, this is for you, because okay. I know you're, you love your um true crime and all that so when i heard this i was like she needs to hear this share it with me the interior shots in new york um Uh such as the apartment inside gimbals and Uh inside like the jail that you see buddy ends up in in yeah room all of that was shot in vancouver in an abandoned mental hospital that they had just finished using to film freddy versus jason no way way Yes. Well, that is crazy. Yeah. So That's really the, cool. The cafeteria of the abandoned uh, mental hospital is where they made gimbals. And then. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, and somehow they, they moved rooms around and stuff. But yeah, so they wow. created the apartment that, he, that they live in, everything in there. So. Right. There oh my is. god that is so strange you have like a mental hospital and then boom it's like exploded with christmas and yes. like everything happy yeah. <laughs> and just before it was freddy versus jason so oh my god i've never seen that so i don't know what sense they would have needed for that but yes there you go oh, that is hilarious that is so crazy i did not know that that's i never would have cool. guessed like no possibly guessed no, I never, never in a million years. Yeah. So that's really cool. I like that information. So that that's for you. I know I totally interrupted you. Yeah. You were gonna say something. No, that's fine. I just remember um there was the part when he was walking into Gimbals for like the first time and he's crossing the street and he gets hit by <laughs> the yellow taxi cab. Yes. I love it and I like the first time we watched that movie again first time I watched it I was at a youth group it was a, you know room full of like 15 to 18 year old you know kids or whatever right. we're watching it and we must have re- like re- rewinded that like a million times because we could not get over how he got hit <laughs> like and how <laughs> he just down. went down <laughs> But like he pops oh, right back up and apologizes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh, and then I love how later on they continue with that and he tells Jopi, like, the yellow ones don't stop. That's right. Like, the yellow ones don't stop. <laughs> and if you've ever been in a city, away. a large city, I'm talking like San Francisco, Chicago, right. New York, etc. Right. He's right. The yellow ones don't stop. They don't stop. They, they don't stop. <laughs> Them and buses, like, they oh, don't yeah. stop. Nope. You will lose nope. every yeah. time. <laughs> every time. Physics is not on your side. <laughs> no. <laughs> they are bigger than you. They are going faster than you. They will take you down. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Anyways. I, just... I also wanted to mention that Ed Asner, I didn't realize this, he did the voice of Carl from Up. Really? Yes. I did not know that. I thought you knew. How did for I... some reason, I, I figured no. you would know. Oh my gosh, how funny. I love that movie. I know you That's do. That's a great one, too. I'm it sorry. is a great one. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's I just I found that I was like, oh, there you go. Um, and I just say like, now that we know like Zoe Deschanel after so many years, it is still so weird for me to see her blonde and bitter (gasps) and afraid to say Yes. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Especially. (laughs) No, especially with her like Jessica Day character from New Girl where I'm like, yeah. yeah, that is like, that is who you are. Because even as a person, like, I feel like that, like that's who she is like that's a lot of like her own personality in that character. I agree I feel like oh, yeah. Jessica Day is mostly her Zoe <laughs> yeah and yeah and seeing her like really grumpy in this movie is really kind of unsettling because I'm like no that's not you <laughs> like the blonde hair throws me every time I look at her I was like yes. it doesn't even look like the same person I know I, I totally get that because when I was watching it and I saw her pop up on the screen and I was like, oh, that's not, that's not normal. <laughs> like it's not, she's not supposed to look like that. No, you go oh, ahead. I was just going to say that I really enjoy the soundtrack to the movie and I really enjoy like how it's not just full of Christmas music Mm -hmm. I love how they throw in um like happy upbeat music because that's what it is you know it's a happy movie but I like how they pick all their music really flows together Mm -hmm. and it's a mix of Christmas music and it's a mix of just regular like music that you're like hey this that totally like works for it you know like that's really right. cool um so I when it's funny I loved the soundtrack so much that Travis actually bought me the soundtrack one year for Christmas because I loved it so much so it's funny you <laughs> mentioned the soundtrack so it um so when they filmed the scene at Rockefeller Center they only had a couple hours uh mm-hmm. film it in the middle of the night and then i guess early in the morning some pro skater was gonna skate for like gma or something good morning america wow yeah so anyways but they had the premiere over at rockefeller center and after the premiere they had access to the ice rink for like the whole night and they all yeah. skated to the soundtrack oh my gosh that's so amazing <laughs> yeah so, so they did get to go back and they got to skate for as long as they wanted and skated to the soundtrack and they had a good time and I just thought that's that was really, cool. really cool that is really really cool and I, I have skated at Rockefeller not at all Center jealous I've, I've skated at Rockefeller Center before and it is it's so cool I totally want to do that's it again awesome. yeah I mean it was ages ago but still it was one of those things it was like a bucket list item for me and um I had yeah. went to New York City in March and I had no idea if it was still going to be up or not because I didn't know if it's like a winter thing or not um, right. But I went there and it was still cold enough. They still had it. And I was, and it was really reasonable. I think it was only like, gosh, I don't remember. I remember like being surprised at how reasonable it was to skate. Right. That's but this was cool. 10 years ago. So I have no idea. Right. But anyways, yes, I have somewhere there's a picture of me standing at Rockefeller Center on ice skates. 
fun. Yeah. Um, my because I know you talked about your favorite one of your favorite moments. My favorite moment still is Buddy going to go put the star on the tree. Yes. (laughs) That scene is just incredible. He's just like, oh, I'll get it. (laughs) (laughs) Takes that red leap, jumps on the couch, (laughs) and just like grips the tree, and then it just falls. (laughs) Michael like turns around, like, what just happened? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually had a little bit of difficulty um, watching the movie last night, actually. Um, So yeah, from now on, don't, don't leave. I'm a huge procrastinator. So I always leave things for like the last minute, which you think by now, um, it didn't serve me well in school. You think by now it would, you know, sink in that don't do that. Anyways, (laughs) anyways um I watched it last night and I mean I own the movie but um I was already upstairs like in my room so I didn't feel like going back downstairs and searching for the movie so I was like okay I'm just gonna you know check on Amazon and see if it's on there and it was so I got it um turned it on I was having difficulty from like the very beginning of the movie where it just wasn't wanting to play and, and I kept thinking to myself, like, I forgot already that I was watching it on Amazon and not my actual movie. So I was thinking, like, wow, this is really badly scratched or what in the hell happened? And then I realized, duh, it's not like the physical movie, you know. So anyway, mm-hmm. so I switched it off, turned it back on, like I started watching it, got about, I don't know, I think I had maybe like 30 minutes left of the movie. And it just died on me. And like, it literally would not play after like a certain point, like after right when they got the, um, the Christmas tree out and in the house and, you know, and he's like, Oh, so committing felonies is fun now. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'll get him to plant a new tree. It's fine. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And then it just, it died. Like it stopped working after that. So then I came downstairs and I tried it in my living room. And again, it just didn't want to place. I don't know what was happening with Amazon last night and that movie, but it literally played everything else, but that movie. So I actually did not get to finish the last 30 minutes of the movie. Cause then I got out my DVD of it and um, that was having a ton of issues. So it's yeah. kind of funny because my my issues were a little different than yours, which is I, right. my issues were way more funnier than yours. So <laughs> I have the like the original first release of the DVD, which comes in a two disc set and it has the widescreen right. or the full screen version. Remember right. full screen TVs? Um, mm-hmm. So and it has all these special features, but it's the CD ROM version. So <laughs> you're supposed to put in your computer and it'll bring it up or whatever. I don't even know how that works. I put right. on my computer, nothing. It can't even read this thing. Like, my computer isn't that old, but it's old enough that it does not read this at all. And I was like, well, I got to be able to watch these special features because otherwise, I mean, I could go on the internet, but there's the whole thing of how true is this? Is this a real thing? And then, I, you know, I'd rather take it directly from the director's mouth or directly from the DVD. Uh, right. Because that's, you know, an actual source. So I went on Amazon and I knew Amazon had it as a digital download with bonus features. And I was like, Oh, I'll do that. And I look it up and it says not available in your area, which is weird because how did it's a, it's a digital download. How's it not available right. in my area? Right. And so I was like, 
okay. So then I went, um, searched online at Target to see if I had one in my local area. And it turns out Best Buy. So it's like 10 in the morning. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to Best Buy. <laughs> Headed off <laughs> to Best Buy. got a Blu-ray version for like $7. I don't even know if it was totally $7. It was like six something. Right. Got the Blu-ray version, got back to the house and watched about three hours worth of elf content. And <laughs> yeah, because I watched, I watched all the special features, deleted scenes, and then I watched the whole movie through with John Favreau commentary. Um, mm-hmm. I was a little bummed because the commentary they have, you can listen with either John Favreau or Will Ferrell. And I wished it was both. I think that would have been right. better. But right. I wanted the director's take more than just Will Ferrell's take, which the one of these actors, days I'll watch yeah. it with Will Ferrell's like commentary because yeah. I think it'd be interesting. But um, yeah, so... Definitely. But yeah, That's so there it is. We both had our issues, but it all worked out and it's not like it's a movie we haven't seen and uh, Right. I'm like I thankfully obviously know this movie pretty well. So I mean, I yeah. think I would have been a lot more upset and more panicked if it was like a movie right. I either A hadn't seen in a really long time or B like not at all. Um, so last night I was like, okay, like this is clearly not working. I need to go to sleep. And thankfully I know this movie enough, like to be able to still comment on it. Even Um, in my notes, I wrote in my notes and like I, (laughs) in big letters, I was like the digital copy from Amazon is not working. And I was so (laughs) upset. I haven't documented that it like stopped working. (laughs) Oh, so what I, so I had watched this, I think technically, I watched it twice, once without any commentary and then once with commentary. Um, Mm -hmm. And when I was watching it without the commentary, I had noticed, so at the end, you know, they're at Central Park and the Central Park Rangers come in and talk about them and that, you know, the whole incident that they had and this, and I was like, I got to Google this at some point. Like, this is going to be a crazy thing I've somehow missed. And I didn't get around to Googling it, and I'd listened to it with John Favreau talking. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're totally made up. And I was like, I'm so glad I didn't take the time to Google <laughs> this. And he said, yeah, because I didn't want to use the police or, like, the military. Right. I wanted something a little different. And so the Central Park right. Rangers are not a real thing. Um, and I'm sure any New Yorker who listens to this probably think I'm ridiculous for thinking it might have been a real thing. <laughs> so, it sounds like a real thing. Right? <laughs> so, and what's funny... police on horses in New York, so it's not like it's right. totally unusual. Right. And it's not like it's totally made up, because, I mean, like you said, there are police on horses there. Yeah. And it's funny, because even, like, here where I live, we have... Um, we have city rangers. So, I mean, mm-hmm. they're not on horses, but we have city rangers. And um, it seems like something that they would do. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, there's no such thing as Central Park Rangers. <laughs> I'm glad um, you didn't Google that. I am too. Although, although I'm pretty sure you would not have been the first one. No, I'm sure as soon as I start typing it, it's going to autofill because I'm, like, not the only one who's asked it. So. Right. Um, no such thing. And, um, but yeah, so I thought that was pretty funny that they are not real. They're not a real thing. Um, the reindeer, however, were real reindeer, Mm -hmm. not the flying ones, obviously the ones on the ground. Um, those were real reindeer that was shot in Vancouver. So central park scenes were not shot in central park. They were shot in Vancouver. 
Um, <laughs> I always find that and, so funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I've never been to Central Park, so I wouldn't know, no. really. But I don't know either. Yeah. It looks like it would be Central Park. Right. <laughs> Unless and, you're from from actual, like, New York, where you're like, yeah, that's not Central Park. Or yeah, you're from Vancouver, nowhere. and you're like, that's not it either. Right. From Vancouver. Anyway. I know where that is. And that's right. not Central Park. <laughs> so. uh, that's not New York. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No, um, it's, it's, it's definitely... Uh, yeah, it was just one of those things. I was like, I got to look up the Central Park Rangers. I thought I'd find something so cool if I Googled this and I thought I'd have all this right. cool information. And then John Favreau was like, yeah, they're not real. And I was like, oh. Well, at least you didn't take the time. <laughs> right. Like, you know, Central it's Park really. Rangers were created, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> all right. It's really funny because I know I, years ago we had watched um, Elf. And I want to say it was just when we had Kayla. We didn't have Leah yet. And I remember him asking, you know, like he was so surprised to find out that reindeers were, are a real thing. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and I was like, obviously they don't fly, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't tell him that because he still believed in Santa. So I'm not going to tell him that. (laughs) But anyways, um, I remember one year here locally at our fair park, they actually had like actual reindeers when you went to go pick out like your Christmas tree they had little pens of Mm -hmm. reindeers you know and so we had went we already had our Christmas tree but I thought that was really cool I didn't realize that they actually like had some that you could actually see in real life so we thought it would be so cool to take Caleb to go see it and he was so excited because obviously like Santa was there too because you could take your mm-hmm. picture with Santa and everything like that. He was still like, I mean, he loved Santa, but he was like from a distance, you know? Right. And so, but he was so excited to see the reindeers and that reindeers were like a real thing. <laughs> They're smaller and, than I would have thought. Right. Yeah. They are smaller, but they're really cool. And, they are really cool. Yeah. I've seen them at Disneyland of all places. Oh, fun. I had gone to Disneyland around like this time of year and yeah. Santa and Mrs. Claus were there. And there's a huge line to go see Santa. But Mrs. Claus had a really short line. I was like, I'll go see her. Like, I don't care. And so, I mean, I'm an adult at the time. So it's not like I believed in Santa and Mrs. Claus, but it was one of those where like, I felt bad for her. I was like, I don't right. need to go see Santa. Like, you know, let the kids see Santa. I'll go hang out right. with Claus. So I went over there. But they had all these reindeer there. Um, That's really cool. And I was really surprised at how small they are. Like, yeah. they're not big deer. I mean, they're no. they're not they're tiny. giant. Yeah, they're pretty tiny. Um, which I was actually more surprised about. Especially, like, later when Frozen came out and Kristoff is riding right. one. And I was like, right. they're not that big. <laughs> like, that is an oversized reindeer. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, they also said that Olaf is like 5'3, so. There's no way. Because no. otherwise, like, El- Anna and Elsa are like six and a half feet tall each. Right. So. Uh, anyways. But, um, yeah, anyways. So, but yeah, no, I find they're very cute. They're super they are cute. Really cute. Yeah. But they're smaller than I would have imagined them to be. Yeah, definitely. Um, but to kind of get back to the movie, I really like how at the end, uh, Jovi finally does find her voice, you know, as buddies running around trying to help Santa with saving Christmas and everything like that. And she's like, fine, I'll do it, you know, and 
I love that. And then I also love how Michael calls out his dad for not yes. singing. <laughs> just mouthing the words. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that is such a kid thing. Like they would totally do that. So like, it's hilarious. <laughs> and it's like, like, yeah, I know that is something that like my kids would totally do. And I've gotten called out way more times than I would appreciate. But anyways, <laughs> they're kids. It's what they do. It's what they do. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I think that's hilarious how he, you know, gets called out by his kid. He's like, you yeah. need a thing. I did. I wanted to mention too. So like Buddy's diet mm-hmm. of candy, candy corn, candy canes, chocolate. And syrup. And syrup. And so, um, so there's this guy who runs a YouTube channel and he's called, uh, binging with Babish. And so he (laughs) does, he does like movie and film food. And so one of the things he makes is Buddy's spaghetti with all the like marshmallows and chocolate and syrup. (laughs) Oh my God. I I think in the show notes, I think in the show notes, what I'll do is I'll, I'll link that because it's worth the watch and it's very entertaining. Um, but I like how, like, I mean, Buddy's learning every time he sees something he learns. So he sees them eat spaghetti and he thinks, oh, you must, that's what they eat here. So that's why he makes it in the morning with this, Uh you know, and he adds the syrup and I love Emily. She just, she's so gentle and she's so nice. And she's trying to make him feel like, she doesn't want to make him feel bad that like, this is disgusting. Right. What are you making him eat? This is so gross. (laughs) The the baggy of... (laughs) Spaghetti and syrup. (laughs) And lunch. And she's like, and lunch. Like, you know, in her brain, she's like, I got to get out of this house so I can go stop somewhere and eat something for real. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But um, yeah, no, I I thought that was really great. That's really cool, though. Oh my gosh. I I, like during that scene, I was just intently watching his face because I was so curious as to like, what his face would look like as he's eating and I'm like because I just see like all this and he grabs a pop tart and like crumbles the pop tart on top (laughs) and then takes another like gigantic bite and I'm like oh my gosh like you are really doing the damn thing with all of that food like wow I I cannot like anyways that was just so funny um but and then I I also really love when he um, goes down into the mail room after going to work with his dad and he's talking to the other guy that's in there and I always say um, and Travis always laughs at me because I don't I don't do it very often but you know when he's talking about like coffee or syrup yes. and coffee why syrup didn't I think coffee. of that <laughs> and I always I mean I I'm 99% of the time I drink my coffee black so I don't ever put anything in it but whenever I have like my mug of coffee I'm like syrup and coffee why didn't I think of that <laughs> so my, my older brother one time it was very early in the morning and my you know you live out in California which is where some of my family lives and I'm in Illinois Uh here and we had gone my husband and I were flying back uh back home and it was early morning flight we're leaving we're having breakfast it's me um my brother my dad my stepmom and so we're sitting there and my older brother's just exhausted and I watch him and he's got his cup of coffee and he picks up the syrup 
and he's about ready to pardon. And I was like, what are you doing? It's like, I, oh God, I'm so tired. <laughs> so he didn't do it, but I, I caught him just before. And that actor who said he was 26, because I'm 26, right. you know? Right. <laughs> he was not 26 at the time. He was, no. I did write it down. No, he was not 26. Um, so let's uh, his name is Mark Ashen, and he was 46 at the time of the film's release. So, in case you weren't wow. old, he actually was. <laughs> yeah, no, he, uh, I mean, if you thought he was 26, wow. No, I mean, he's totally not. not I mean, you. that's part of the joke. I know, yeah, I know. That's part of the that's joke. Really yeah. And then, obviously, there's the classic part with um, Peter... Uh, Dinklage, Dinklage, right? Um, yes. I know and, I keep wanting to add an R, but there's no R. I know. <laughs> but that part is great. And Travis always says, we're, you know, like, are you feeling strong, my friend? Call <laughs> <laughs> okay. me else one more one time. More time. <laughs> and I R. love, <laughs> yes, I love how he says that and he's not even trying to be insulting like to him like it's a great thing like you're an elf like that's amazing you know honor to be an elf elves are amazing (laughs) people like elves they make toys they work with Santa like why wouldn't you want to be an elf like how could you not want to right so for Buddy he's like and then as he sees that you know he's angry he's like oh and i love how he's like oh you must be a south pole elf and i'm like that's amazing <laughs> cuz they don't get to work with santa they don't get to make the toys you know no and they don't they're angry elves because they're yes. south pole elves yeah yes so that part is just oh my gosh it just cracks me up every time because it's so funny such a good dialogue between the two of them well and i love like when after he leaves miles finch you know peter uh, dinklage's mm-hmm. character he leaves and he's left his book and the two idiot right. guys they're like look at look at all these ideas and it's just like a picture of a chicken and like there's <laughs> this stupid and like and a peach. I, what's more yes. vulnerable than a peach <laughs> my husband says that to me he goes are you vulnerable like a peach <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes I am. Sometimes, okay. sometimes I feel that way. Yes, right. <laughs> so good, but yeah, I don't know. This movie is just amazing, and like you said in the beginning, it has really become just a classic Christmas movie that is just one that you want to watch and really gets you in. I mean, it really. He does a really good job of, like, the code of the elves. You know, he makes you feel that Christmas spirit. He makes you feel like every day should be Christmas, you know? Every day like Christmas. (laughs) Yes. And I always feel, like, really good after I watch that movie. And it just really, like, that is one movie that I put on when I'm decorating my house. um, Because he really, like all of it like it just really puts me in like a really feel good like it's a great way vibe. to kick off the christmas season like it's it just is. one of those that is the the kick Chris, christmas kickoff season movie for sure and uh, i know we're kind of getting towards the end here and i wanted to talk about yeah. the end because this has always mm-hmm. bothered me and made me wonder especially as an adult buddy yes. with a child 
<laughs> like, oh my god! Take a moment to be adults about this for a second and think about what it must have been like for poor Jovi to explain how to make a baby. Right. <laughs> I Somehow I feel like Papa Elf did not give the birds and the bees talk, <laughs> Buddy the Elf. <laughs> no, probably not. Considering they let him think he was an elf for a really, really long time, so. Yeah, I don't think they had that talk. <laughs> but yeah, I can't imagine how how awkward that must have been for poor Jovi. I mean, obviously we don't know, and this is just purely speculation. But <laughs> knowing the entire time, <laughs> probably, probably. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's that. It's very random I but i also such an innocent buddy is such an yeah. innocent that you're like i can't quite see this happening <laughs> <laughs> right but i think it's so so cute how afterwards she totally embraces his elfism and mm -hmm. is totally decked out in her like little outfit with her shoes and the hat and it's just it's super cute, and I think that's. And amazing. their little girl's name Susie, which is the same as what is it? The, yes, the, it's the, the same. Susie as the Susie talks a lot. No, not the Susie talks a lot. It's from um, oh. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, like stop motion animation movie. They had the uh -huh. Isle of Misfit Toys, and I think yeah. one of the elves was Susie. I think. Really, I don't remember. I think that. so. <laughs> I could be totally wrong. <laughs> But yes, Susie talks a lot. But yes, I think it's adorable. And I like how Buddy and Papa match. And yes. then Jovi and Susie match. Mm-hmm. Super cute. It's very cute. But yeah, I would yeah. imagine that Buddy giggled the I entire mean, time he made a baby. Right. And I totally get that at the end <laughs> of that, they are trying to make that very wholesome. Right. But it's also really hard to be like, we know buddy and imagining him trying to make a baby is that yeah it just doesn't <laughs> no it like, doesn't how <laughs> how'd they do this <laughs> maybe it was an adopted baby maybe we're all wrong about right this. maybe it's an adopted baby and it's really because he doesn't... was adopted right maybe that's the right reason. maybe we're missing maybe they didn't right maybe that is that that's what happened so yeah. but anyways. i also wanted to mention too the book at the end of elf the elf uh -huh. book that he reads little kids that book does yeah. exist it's on amazon so in the show notes i'll go ahead and link that <gasps> as well so if people want to get that super cute. Or, yeah i was like i wonder if this exists it does exist um oh that's good. a short story about a tall tale that's yeah elf a short story about a tall tale cute. So, yeah so that, that is that was a real book yeah, awesome. now all the merchandise you see didn't exist. Um, I don't know if it does now, but it didn't exist because mm -hmm. John Favreau said this was like a movie that people didn't really think a lot about. So there was no, like people were like not willing to put merchandise into it. Wow. So there's no merchandise or anything was made for it. Um, so all you see was strictly props for the movie, like all the kids holding the stuffed elves and all that. Yeah, so, wow. Uh, but he said, yeah, like nobody wanted to, take the chance and make any kind of merchandise or anything like that for this movie. That's really interesting, especially now. I mean, obviously hindsight is 2020, but yeah, I think it's really interesting how some people go all out for certain movies that end up being like a total flop or not as mm -hmm. big, you know, as you would think. And 
especially like movies like this one where nobody people were like ah no (laughs) yeah and you know it's still around you know 17 years later and it's still being played and it's still being you know like every year I mean I don't know my kids are weird and they like watching all the movies all the time so even when it's not Christmas time they'll randomly throw this movie on and like other movies and it's like all right cool we're doing this nice which is fine because every now and then sometimes you need a little Christmas spirit in the middle I of the agreed <laughs> it's funny because so. I was watching this movie and my husband said he goes I like the movie but it's like a sugar rush because it's almost <laughs> he said it's too much for me he's like it's a good movie but it's like too much it's too overwhelming right. and I was like I can understand right. that but I'm going to watch this anyway, so see ya. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I kind of have to watch this right now, so. <laughs> yeah, but I love the movie, so I'm, yeah. you know, a little bit different. Yes. But, um, definitely. Yeah, no, like you said, it does really kind of just, the whole movie, the purpose of it was to embody that Christmas spirit, you know, definitely. and I think Will Ferrell does a great job as Buddy, and he sells it, even though he is, what, six foot three? He's huge. Right. And he's so tall, right. and he does this. Gigantic. these toilets are ginormous Um, (laughs) yes and And I also like how John Favre actually is a character oh yes he plays the doctor he's the doctor and I love him because I've always really liked him as an actor and even as a director too because he was Mm -hmm. he's he played Monica's boyfriend in Friends. He is in. Oh Friends my gosh, I don't even thing. remember that. Yeah, he was the like millionaire that she dated. Um, gosh, and his name is totally like I'm sure Friends fanatics are shouting his name right now. Right, Pete. Pete. It's Pete. That's okay. his name. Um, but yeah, so he was in that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I remember watching that and you know realizing like. I know who that is. It's so weird. And, and he was, like you said, like even before Elf, like he was in that show, you know, in, back in the 90s and nobody knew who he was then, mm-hmm. you know, like I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't the big director that he is now he, or, or actor even, you know, and I always thought I've always liked his comedic like timing and stuff. And he, I do too. And he's got a show on hilarious. Netflix too called The Chef. And that's really yes. good. Um, it was it really entertaining. Really he's good. got, he, he like cooks stuff with other celebrities and stuff. Most of the ones he's worked with before. Right. Um, right. And uh, the chef Roy Choi, he's on there too. Uh, nice. Yeah. So, I like that. yeah. So anyways, it's, it's a, it's a pretty cool show. That one's, yeah, like I said, it's on Netflix. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. And of course, you know, Will Ferrell's been doing Will Ferrell things, making friends. Yeah. And, I mean, he's, probably bff Will- with um oh gosh now i'm totally blanking on his name he did Step Brothers with him uh something c riley um gosh, oh john c riley name. yeah there john you go. C. Riley. Yeah. yeah and uh so you know he's, and it's he's funny because with him. he also did he what's her name mary steinberg steinberg uh-huh. sorry but yeah steinberg, her, yeah. she was was his mom in stepbrothers <laughs> yes that's right so, she was yeah so she she's pretty funny. Is, i love her i think she is gorgeous she like travis really really likes her he's like i think she's like really pretty which she totally is, she she is. like and 
she and I, I we like both enjoy her acting she has a very unique way of bringing her own comedy to like mm-hmm. pretty much every role that she like has and I really enjoy watching a lot of her movies yeah Will Ferrell I'm oh sorry oh, go ahead oh so yeah, it's James Caan he was his whole thing, because I guess John Favreau really wanted a serious actor to play Walter, mm-hmm. and James Caan mm-hmm. does that. He he's serious. you cannot find a more serious actor than no. Him. <laughs> I mean he's he's kind of like just trying to take this all in. I mean he's not. I mean he has this moment where he gets frustrated with Buddy and yells at him. Right, right. Other than that, he's not mean. He's confused right. by Buddy. He doesn't understand Buddy. Well. He's what you would call like a realist where, yes. I mean, even in the very, very beginning with the nun where she, he's oh like, God. I'm taking the books. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Children love the books. I know what you're trying to do to me here. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, wow. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, if, you know, he's like, well, I'm not taking it back because I want to take them back. He's like, you missed the payment. Like, right. so I gotta take them back, you know? <laughs> take back. Yeah. So and there was a moment where you see him break. You could, like, yeah. John Favreau pointed out, and it was when they're in the doctor's office, and <laughs> John Favreau pokes his finger and Buddy <laughs> screams, and he goes, ah! And that moment where, where James Conn turns yeah. his back to the camera, it's because he basically like broke Laughs. and started laughing because I had no idea that that's what Will Ferrell was going to do. <laughs> he had no clue. Oh that is great. That's so funny. I love that. Love it. But I do, I really, I do like his character, even though he's grouchy and grumpy, mm-hmm. but I mean, most, I mean, dad, I don't know. He just plays a really good like dad character and you do have grouchy and grumpy dads you know you do have some that are not into that whole christmas thing you know right and i he did a great job and you know and i like how they kept him kind of like the same all throughout the movie like he didn't have like some giant epiphany or anything like that i mean yeah he you know ended up with having Christmas spirit at the end but and he did kind of realize that everything Buddy was telling him was the truth or at least it's right right and he has that where he's like oh my gosh it's all true and like he loosened up you know he's this man's losing his job he's you know right or he's in trouble with his work yeah he's just kind of struggling kind of life's kind of hitting him blindsided at this point and And then he does kind of turn things around he keeps you know he starts his own business and you know maybe he spends more time with his family and Well, and especially internal changes. Right. And especially at the end or close to the end, you know, when his other like younger son comes into his work, into the meeting, you know, and, you know, he finally like stands up to his boss and and Mm -hmm. is like, you know, like, and I love how, you know, he he tells his boss, like, don't talk to my kid that way, you know, and like, I'm leaving. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and so and, I know, think that's Michael good. says it right. He goes, Buddy cares about everybody. Yes. You know, Buddy yeah. cares about everybody. And he does. Buddy cares about everybody. And right. Also, so I, I think t- that was I just want to say something really quick. I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but I really, really wish I had Buddy's decorating skills. Oh, my God. Yes. 
And not only his skills, but just how, I mean, I know he's not an elf, but he moves a hell of a lot quicker than us normal humans. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> and I would love to feel refreshed after 40 minutes of sleep. A full 40 minutes. <laughs> right. A full 40 minutes. So yeah, I, I love when they walk into Gimbal's and they see that whole thing is just I mean, uh, it's, it's obviously not realistic, and obviously, right. I'm 99 sure it wasn't him who did it, but still, no, it was not in the movie. <laughs> whoever did that was amazing, and they did such a great job. And I love the light, bright lights that spell out Santa's here, yep. or and I, think it's I welcome just think, Santa. yeah, there you go, welcome yeah. Santa. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so cool and so amazing. And I love how they used all the toys and like the decorations and everything. Is it's it really just me? Cool. Or every time you go to use ribbon to wrap presents, you think six inch ribbon curls, six yep. inches. Yep. Every year when I do that, Travis six always comes by curls. and he always says that to me. And I'm like, That's and I always laugh. Six right. Inches. <laughs> That is literally our dialogue, and I will always say, like, that's impossible. <laughs> Great. That's it's so funny. So good. I know when we first watched the movie, um, and it was, like, I don't know, after one of the years where Leah was, like, a little bit older, and she um, always thought it was really weird that Travis would say that to me. And so we were watching the movie, and she was like, that's where you got it from. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Ribbon curls. <laughs> I love his character. And I, I'm so sad that they don't actually give his character a name other than Gimbal's manager. Yeah, I just uh, thought about going back and seeing if I could see what his name tag says, but I couldn't. I didn't yeah, know. and then I, I think it's... twice. <laughs> right. And then I think it's funny where Jovi actually calls him Crumpet. Um, at one point, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Uh, but anyway, so, but he, I love him as an actor, Faison Love. I uh -huh. think he is hilarious. He's in a couple other movies that I love. I think he was in Couples Retreat, and he's also in one of my absolute favorite movies. I, let me just double check really quick just to make Friday. sure. Friday. He's in Friday. Him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, just making sure. John Favreau talked about it, which I've never seen Friday. I know. Go ahead. You can oh break God. me over the coals later. But um, I, it's on I my list to one day see. So. Yes. I mean, it's a very, it's it's not, you know, a movie for everybody. You're either going to like it or, or, or hate it. Um, I love it. My sister and I love it. Um, but anyways, but I love him as a character. I think he is, as an actor, I mean, he is so funny and just brings, again, he just brings his own comedic effect to it and really takes that character, which is such a small part of the movie, but really, like, really runs with it, you know? And, and John Favreau had talked about that. He talked about how great he was. He's, he's just said nothing but good things to say about him. Yeah. He was saying, like, how he was able to hold it together when, like, Buddy does a Santa moment and uh -huh. when he's constantly, like, when Buddy's contradicting him, when he goes, there's no singing in the North Pole. He goes, yes, there is. He goes, no, it's Oh, not. my I'm God. Like, <laughs> that is, like, that whole part is one of my favorites. I mean, I know I have a lot of favorites in this movie, but that part. 
Works your favorite. Right. Make work your new favorite. Right. <laughs> so, and then yeah. when he when he comes in and he sees that Buddy is fighting with the fake Santa and his face is just like, no. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's so good. It is so good. And I love I yeah, I just I love his acting in that in that movie. It was just so great. Especially because it's such a small part in like you know, the grand scheme of like the whole movie and you don't see him after that, you know, but just in that moment, you're like, wow, like you are that manager. Like that is, I think we all know. This is probably like the fifth Christmas season he's done. Maybe more. And like, now this new guy shows up and he's way too enthusiastic. <laughs> like, right. And then when he comes in and <laughs> you right. rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that whole part is just so so funny. So good. Yeah. Anyways, I just I really enjoy how they took the time to find each cast, you know, or each actor for each part. Um mm-hmm. Because I really feel like they all mesh really well together. They all bring their own seriousness to it. And then they bring their own comedic effect to it. And it was it's great. It's absolutely amazing. And I, I love when movies have a good cast that just mesh well together. Yeah, where you're absolutely. like, yeah, I can't see another person playing this part. You know? Right. Or, or like thinking, wow, they should have gotten this person instead of that person. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, no, everybody had their role. Everybody really knew their role and just took it and ran with it. And I think it was amazing. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm with you. It's, it was definitely well casted and well executed. Um, yes. I mean, that comes it could, from... You could either, it could either, either have gone like one way or another, you know, it could have been a gigantic hit, which it is, or it could have been a complete flop, you know? Right. Cause I mean, there are some like, I mean, it is a kind of an odd story. I mean, it's a good story, it is. but it's one <laughs> of those that if it wasn't done with the right comedic flair, it would have just been abs- like, it just would have been absurd it would have i wouldn't say absurd but i feel like the movie is absurd but absurd in a good way not right right way where where you watch it you're like oh this was so executed poorly where you you know but instead it's so well yeah instead it's done (laughs) really well you know and john favreau really had you know the idea behind it what he wanted to do and um was able to execute it and watching like all the special features and behind the scenes you have no idea how many freaking people there are that get involved in a movie. Like I'm watching this and oh I'm my totally overwhelmed by this. And I was like, I don't think I could have worked on that set. Not because, um, not because of anything bad, but it, there's just so much going so on. Much. There's so it's much very information you have overwhelming. to track Yeah. And like, it was more overwhelming than anything. And I was like, Oh right. man, that's crazy. But, uh, but like the set builders, wow. there's, you know, they had to build two different sets for the North Pole to create the right. whole thing. And like, it was just, it was unbelievable. I did learn something though. I did learn something that I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the clacker they use to mark uh-huh. like, the scenes. So I, you know, you always see them, but like, right. I guess I never really knew what their use was other than to start a scene. So what it is, it's right. actually for both the video videographers and the sound people because they're recorded on two different things oh and so so they both can line up 
Interesting. Yes. And I was like, oh, that would make sense. That's really cool. Yeah. I know that. Yep. There you go. The more you know. Yeah. But anyways, so I think we covered the movie uh, pretty extensively. Yes. (laughs) Um, So if you are still one of those people out there who have not seen this movie, we highly recommend that you watch it. Take the time out to watch it. your cave. Go watch the movie. Especially if you're... Especially, I don't know, I feel like this year really, really needs that Christmas spirit, that Christmas cheer, joy, whatever sure. you want to call it. And especially if you, you have know? kids. It's a PG film. It's a PG-rated yes. film. If you've got kids, put it on for them. It's, it's, it's really so good. entertaining. It's so fun. And there's enough humor in there that it doesn't matter how old you are, you're going to have fun watching it. Right. Exactly. And yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure we will be seeing this movie for many many years to come um mm-hmm. i don't think it's gonna go away i think it is, will eventually turn into an actual like movie classic um yes you know just one of those movies that just gets played every year um but anyways so i think that yeah definitely go out and watch it and stay tuned for next week's episode which we are is a christmas story i did look it up yes Yes, we're doing a a christmas story which is also a classic yes Uh, so this month we kind of went through some of the classic uh and the not so like overplayed i mean i'm sure a christmas story is but i'm sure there's also a ton of other christmas movies out there um but so we kind of took some that were, I don't know, just a little there's, off the beaten path. Yeah, and they're still watched today. To like, I think they're known and right. still watched today and enjoyed. And uh, definitely so. that, and I mean, a Christmas story is is really interesting, and it's you know um, my husband's favorite movie, which. I don't know. I don't know if I would go as far as to say it's my favorite movie, Christmas movie. Probably not my um, favorite either. Elf would no. probably be my favorite, to be honest. Elf yeah. is one of my favorites. And I love the first two Home Alone movies. Yeah. So I'm a 90s. I mean, I, we were both born in 85. So right. like, kind of grew up in the 90s. And yes. that was a very life-changing Maybe. movie. Oh, definitely. So... <laughs> But yeah, so we so next week's episode will be a Christmas story, and we're you know that's another one that we get to watch and kind of rewatch. I know it's been a little while for me, um, but yeah. So yeah. we, I don't know if you have anything else left. To I say. don't. I was just gonna say <laughs> to remind people that you can find us both on Instagram. I am K Cups yeah. with Kristen K R I S T E N. And I am Sips with Serena, S-A-R-E-N-N-A. And you can also catch us on the Gmail if you want to send us any movie suggestions or TV suggestions. Uh, Hit us up on, so the Gmail is thecaffeinatedbesties at gmail.com. If you do send us a suggestion, uh, put in either the movie or the TV name and then uh, just add like topic suggestion uh, just so that way we can like filter through and we know mm-hmm. <laughs> what <Yep>. it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we yeah. hope you enjoyed um, our little breakdown of this movie. 
And you can find us um, for the podcast. You can find us yes. on <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and I think that's all of them. Yes, that sounds about right. Yes. Yeah. So um, you can find us on all the big major platforms. If there's another one out there that you prefer, let us know in that too. Also send us an email, thecaffeinatedbesties at gmail.com. Um, if there's another one that you like to use, that you prefer to use, that we're not on, let us know because we can add it. It's not a big deal. And um, yes. so we want to hear from you. Email us. Uh, there's also, we have our website, which is thecaffeinatedbesties.com. And on there is a contact form as well. So you could always use that yes. if, um, if you're not sure about the email. So um, anyways, we wanted to thank you for listening to our second episode. We hope you enjoyed this. We hope you enjoy Elf. And, yep. you know, start off your Christmas right and get a little Christmas cheer and don't forget to sing loud for all to hear. Yes, do it. Absolutely. But we hope you guys right. have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.